0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Celestial Thinking. I am your host, Tracy. I hope you had a great week. Spring is kind of, sort of sprung. All my tulips came up. All my daffodils came up. And, of course, the rain comes, which we need. April showers bring May flowers. And ripped all the heads off of my tulips. (laughs) But that's okay. I saved some of them. Some of them broke by the stem and I could put them in vases and that was great. So I hope you're enjoying the color that's starting to come about if you live in New England or somewhere on the East Coast in the Northern part of the hemisphere where you have seasons. I look forward to this color. It really is something to be grateful for after a winter of White and brown, or in this case, brown and brown. <laughs> so, uh, today I am going to give you uh, a very transparent episode. Um, I feel like that if I share my own experiences as I go through them, and how I handle them now versus how I handled them in the past, I'm hoping to inspire other people. Um, As you know, I've been through several experiences and some are still ongoing and one of the ongoing things which is kind of appropriate to talk about being that Mother's Day is coming up is uh, my mother. and. I had said in different episodes, you know, how to forgive them for their toxicity and how to handle their negative ways. And sometimes that isn't enough. Sometimes there are storms and sometimes there are storms that turn into massive, hurricanes and tornadoes and devastate. And I went through that this week. I went through that. Um, The last time I spoke to my mother, uh, previously to the one I'm about to tell you about, was about four weeks prior to last Friday. And I didn't speak to her actually. Um, I'm sorry, no, it was about six to eight weeks ago that her boyfriend left a message on my voicemail and all it was for 10 full minutes was them fighting with each other. Had nothing to do with me, just them fighting together and him calling like a child, asking me to intervene. And at the very end of the voicemail, his statement was, well, I love you. Your mother loves no one. So, you know, she's 91, she'll be 92 in June. You kind of laugh at that because they're elderly and as you get older in in that range, I find that a lot of older people start losing their senses and start reverting back to being a child. And I really do feel that that's happening to both of them. Um, As you know, my childhood with them or was absolutely, or I should say my childhood with my mother and my father, was not good. I was adopted, I found out when my father passed away this past October, I found out through him probably about in September, around my birthday, he told me that he wanted to adopt me, my mother did not want to adopt me, and he made her. So that's how adoptions went back in the 60s and the 70s. Um, it wasn't like it is now where they give you psychological tests and do all these things. So, for those of you who are trying to adopt and you are going through hell to get to be able to adopt, just realize that this is why they do this now. This is why. Because there are people out there that absolutely should not have had children and they adopted kids. And then now we, the adopted kids, are suffering. Well, I don't suffer anymore, but I did for a very long time. And so they left that message. And what do you say to that? What What do you say when you hear your 91-year-old mother and her 82-year-old boyfriend yelling at each other and saying ridiculous things to each other on your voicemail. And you think that they don't know they're on your voicemail, but then at the very end they say, well, goodbye. (laughs) That to me does not deserve a response. That is toxicity. That is stuff that they need to deal with within their own home. And they cannot expect me of all people who I have no closeness, no relationship with my mother at all to be able to fix it. So I didn't call. About four weeks later, it was Easter. And I have this guilt that I should call them. And it's horrible for me to say this to you. I really am a good person. But it takes me everything I can to call her. That's how bad things were between us all our lives, that I can't even pick up the phone to call her. It is not good. And I manifested and scripted prior to the phone call because I literally get knots in my stomach. I don't know what's going to come out of her mouth or, you know, his mouth for that matter. He's way nicer to me, and I truly do believe he's a wonderful person and I feel really horrible that he is being uh, taken advantage of by her so badly however I had to call I wanted to say happy Easter I wasn't having Easter it was something where my in-laws decided to take me and my husband and kids or my fiance and kids out to uh, eat for Easter because I had just had a big party for all the March birthdays, like two weeks prior. And I have invited my mother to Christmas. She denied it to birthday parties. She denies it to previous times where I take her out for her birthday. She denies it. Uh, doesn't even acknowledge my birthday, did not acknowledge my dad's death. Now she was married to my dad and I don't care how bad you dislike my father, you should to your child acknowledge, I'm sorry your dad passed. That never came out of her mouth. So it's been a good, I wanna say two years from June that I have not seen her at all. I think I went over there once, not, I think last mother's day i went over there with some flowers so maybe i saw her for like five minutes and that was horrible she was sleeping and i came in with flowers and she opened up starting crying to me and um saying her life is horrible and just it made me absolutely ill to step in the threshold of her house when i tell you this woman is nothing but negative there is nothing but negativity in her and I hate even talking about it, but I'm talking about it because I know somebody who's listening to me right now has similar issues. I am not the only person in the world, and I know that the way I handle things now is far better than how I used to internalize all this stuff and feel like, out of guilt, I had to do the right thing all the time. So when you hit your 50s, you start to realize that you just don't want any bullshit in your life whatsoever. You do not want the toxicity. You do not want the negativity. You just don't want any of it. You realize that half your life is going by. I plan to live to be over 100, so it's half my life. And I'm going to make the other half of my life the best I can make it. And I want to be the best person I possibly can be. And I am so grateful that I have evolved, I have ascended, I have seen that we can all be who we're supposed to be. We can all be in touch with our higher selves and we can be better people. And there's no excuses about parents who treated us badly or if we got abused or if we got emotionally abused or any of that. That's all happened to me, and I refuse to use those excuses to treat other people badly or to, to live in a horrifying negative funk for the rest of my life. So getting back to the mother story. So anyway, I called her on Easter after I scripted and after I um, manifested you know really did some manifestation affirmations that everything was going to go well in the phone call and luckily and i don't i shouldn't say luckily because i really don't believe in luck i believe in manifestation the universe provided me with what i felt i put it in the universe's hands that everything was going to go well and it did too well my mother was an absolute little doll on the phone and she was talking about how she couldn't wait to talk to me and she didn't think I was going to call her and I explained to her that I didn't want to bring up the actual phone call before that because of the fact that they might have memory lost and I don't want them to remember that they even did that to me. So I just said I was really busy, which is not a lie. I have two businesses. I work all the time In the next couple of weeks I'm actually working six days a week instead of seven. I mean instead of five. So anyway, I had a great conversation and she seemed very receptive to me taking her out to lunch for Mother's Day. And I hung up the phone saying, wow, this is really great. Like, you know, my manifestation really worked. And I will tell you from having this narcissistic mother and being married to a narcissist prior, that whenever things go 100% Cherry's jubilee (laughs) there's always something coming (laughs) and i have been thinking positively i haven't been thinking about all those type of things i know they're out there but i just feel like if i think about that then that vibe's gonna come to me so i just really honestly have been working so hard of living in the present i wasn't ready for what was about to come So last Friday, um, my daughter and I got in the car, and previous to that Friday, I had gone to the doctors early in the week, and I was waiting for a medication to be pre-authorized, and when they call from the doctor's office, it comes up, up as unknown caller. So I got this phone call as I'm getting in the car from an unknown caller, and I'm like, oh great, it's my doctor's office. Nope. I ended up hearing this really scrambled person couldn't tell if it was a man or a woman and they were really just kind of jumbling their words together it was really tough to understand what in heck they were saying and i finally figured it out that it was my mother and i said hi how are you i finally figured out who you are why are you talking so weird And she just kept yelling out luncheon. And I said, what about the lunch? And I said, are you ready to make a deal with me on this? And she goes, no, I'm not going. And she's like yelling at me, telling me what a horrible daughter I am, how I didn't give her as much of a slice of bread for Christmas. Now this is a woman who never calls me. This was the first time she's called me in a year and a half. It's her boyfriend who calls me. And if she was around for Christmas, she would realize that past Christmases, since the kids have gotten older, we no longer give gifts to the adults. We do a secret Santa and that's it. So no one gets presents on Christmas except your secret Santa. And if you don't come to my Christmas party and you don't involve yourself in my secret Santa, then you don't get a gift. And I just thought that was so rude of her to be throwing, I don't even give her as much of a slice of bread to her at Christmas. And when I spoke to her boyfriend at Christmas, I asked her to come over and she yelled out in the background, no. So as far as I'm concerned, that is not my problem. And she can't be throwing that at me. and if she wanted to be part of Christmas, then she should have been part of Christmas. So I was still in a good mood. I didn't really let that bother me because I feel like she's old and crazy and that's fine. And then came the straw that broke the camel's back. As I told you, she never, ever, ever apologized to me about my dad passing away. Her last words, after she told me what a rotten daughter I was, basically because I don't give her anything anymore. She then turned around and said, Well, you have a good life with all the money your dead father gave you. That was it. Normally, the old Tracy would have gotten so angry, she would have yelled at her, she would have You know, tried to defend herself, she would have done all of these different things that would have really put me in a low vibration and actually would have fed the narcissistic mother exactly the fire she needed to keep on going because that's what they look for. Narcissists look for fights. They want you to feel angry. They want you to be upset. They want you to be in as low a vibe as possible. They feed off of that. They they get excited off of that. And that is the worst thing you can do. The whole reason my ex-husband doesn't speak to me anymore is because I never fought with him. I never allowed that to happen. And any decisions that he had made about abandoning the kids was all on him. It wasn't my fault, I didn't say a word. So same thing with her. And same thing for all of you who deal with narcissist people is when they fight with you and they trigger you and they say something that you know is about to be a huge trigger, you need to step back and you need to breathe. And I'm very into breathing. I'm actually gonna be teaching breathing sessions through my human design courses that I'm taking, um, it's really a great way to stop your frustration. You can do like a box breathing, which is breathe in for four, breathe out for four, breathe in for four, out for four. And you do it like four times and you'd be shocked at how your frustration of whatever is in front of you lessons. And that's what I did. I just took a minute when she said that to me, and I just kind of breathed for a minute. I said, Mom, you don't ever show up at Christmas parties. You don't show up for anything I have. You're the one that's retired. I'm the one that has two businesses and works around the clock. I said, if you wanted to be here, you would have. And then and I said, and as far as what you just said, that was the lowest of lows you just sealed your fate. Please don't speak to me again. And I hung up on her. And most of you might be thinking that I have this deep feeling of, you know, sadness for her or sadness that my mother once again, you know, did something really hurtful. But I don't. Because when you have a parent in your 53, almost 54 years old, and they have been doing this to you for this long, you grow a skin on you that any kind of rain or thunder just rolls right off your back. And that's exactly how I feel about it. It just was words that hit my protection wall and rolled down and went away. And the only person she just hurt was herself because i will no longer play this game with her and i'm not going to get guilty about it i'm not going to feel like oh my god you know you shouldn't uh, do things like that to your parents you should always honor them you know the bible says honor thy mother and thy father i was told that by my very religious in-laws but even they see why i cannot be part of this anymore. They see the toxicity, and these are people who are extremely religious. And so, you know, when you have a toxic parent, I've learned that you do have to focus on what you can control and manage for your own expectations and reactions rather than hoping that they're going to change. They're not going to change, I'm going to tell you this right now. 53 and a half years, I have waited for that it did not happen I don't actually it wasn't 53 and a half years that I've waited for it but it was for a good portion of it and then I just realized nope, this is who they are and especially when they're that old when you are that old you are set in your ways you are not going to change and you cannot be trained or have your brain trained to be any differently because this is who you are at the core so you need to make your mental and emotional health your priority to protect yourself and that's what I did I thought about my mental state and how good it is and I'm going to protect that I'm not going to allow her horrible choices in life and her horrible look at life be anything to me you know, if you do do that and, and you become like I used to be, it, it toxic parents cause the children to suffer anxiety and depression and PTSD and all of these different things. And I've been through all of that and I've learned to get out of it. And you can learn to get out of it as well. You don't have to stay in that don't use your toxic parents as an excuse to why you are in the rut you're in dust yourself off pick yourself up and start looking at your higher self and putting protection around you putting boundaries around you you might feel like you're trapped um, in your childhood and that is a normal way to feel every so often that still comes up in my head. And I know that I every so often talk about that to people. Um, but I really try hard now to say that, you know, picture that as, as behind the gate and then I'm walking through gates of completely a new life. And Realize that anything that happened behind those gates has taught me lessons to be who I am today. So don't let that constant feeling of your childhood sit in your mind and and cause you to do things because you're just going to be suffering from that anger all the time because of your parents. A lot of times what happens too when you have toxic parents, you feel like no one likes you. You're constantly seeking approval because you were constantly seeking approval from this narcissistic parent that you could never please. I have gone through quite a lot and I still do sometimes of criticizing myself because I have always been criticized by her and I could never do anything perfectly And I feel like all the time, I have to do everything as perfectly as I can. Well, now I'm learning that I do everything as heartfelt as I can and with all my heart and soul. And I let the universe provide the rest because you cannot please everybody and that's okay. Just like you can't connect with everybody and that's okay too. There are gonna be people who don't like you. There are going to be people who don't like how you do things. And that's fine. There are bazillions of souls out here. There are plenty of people that are going to connect with you and think that the things you are doing are great and think that you are a great person. And if you love yourself within yourself, don't worry about what you think your parents thought of you. Worry about when you look in the mirror, would you want to be married to that person? Would you want to date that person? That is something my, my son says lately because he's he's trying to get a girlfriend. And the one thing that he says is, I look in the mirror and I say, would I date myself? And it's true. You have to love yourself. And you can't worry about what your parents thought you should be. You need to be who you are at the core. and. I'm really passionate about this because this is the, when I think about it, the sole purpose of why I have this podcast, why I got into spirituality, why I wanted to ascend, why I wanted to try and raise my kids differently. Um, You know, it, it, it was a huge trap for me for a really long time. And I know you're out there. I know that there are people out there who feel this way. You're not alone. You have people around you that can support you. If you need help, you can contact me on my Instagram at Celestial Thinking, at my Facebook page on Celestial Well. And I would be happy, happy, happy to help you in any way I can. That's what I do. I'm a mindset coach. Um, But, you know, also I wanted to just go on about the fact that toxic parents can cause you to have uh, difficulties in relationships and picking the wrong partners. Hell knows I've done that. I've done that a lot. I had the best first boyfriend in the world. He was the love of my life and she destroyed that relationship. Um, But then after that, I had a few good ones. And then I went to two abusive relationships as I got older and I couldn't understand why. I couldn't understand why it was okay for me to be with somebody who was an addict and came home all messed up and literally was trying to kill me. This happened twice, with two different men. It only happened once, I wouldn't allow it. But the point is that how did I even let it lead to that? And it's because when you live with toxic parents that don't love each other and they physically abuse you and they emotionally abuse you, you don't even have to have the physical, it can just be the emotional and it can just be hearing your parents fight. You're gonna think it's okay to be beat up on because they beat up on you in in an emotional mental way. And you're gonna say, okay, well, physical way is fine too. It's not, don't let it happen. It happened to me twice the first time it happened the minute it happened the person was gone I was supposed to marry this person I had my wedding dress the wedding date everything the second one same thing and after that I just really woke up thank God to the fact that I would I didn't want to be around anybody that showed any type of symptoms of being addicted to anything and being abusive but If you're wondering how you can be this normal person with good grades in school and the whole world in front of you, yet you go with these people that need severe help, that's why. Because it's what you're used to mentally. So please realize that you are better than that. You don't need to stay in that cycle of abuse. And that's all it is. And. I just hope that what I just told you will help you in your decisions with relationships of people that you might be with now or want to be with in the future. That you don't choose these people because that's what you're used to with your parents. That you don't stay in a relationship with an extremely toxic parent that is causing you mental and physical problems. Um, I truly believe my MS stemmed from her. Um, I had epilepsy as a kid. I, at 14 years old, took a grand mal seizure in the middle of the library of our high school. And when I left my house at 20, all of a sudden my seizures went away. They were stress-induced. And that's what can happen Stress can literally kill you. So you sometimes need to make that choice and you can't feel guilty about it. If a person that had you is okay with making you feel horrible and abusing you and giving you pain, or if they adopted you and feel that that's a good idea, what do you owe them? You owe them nothing. You owe them absolutely nothing. And they shouldn't have had kids. But you can't sit there on the other side and say, woe is me, this is how I grew up. You can be a better person. You can look at that and say, I am gonna be so different. I am gonna love my kids unconditionally. I am gonna be there for them. I'm going to support them and you do everything you can to make them feel the way you didn't. And you will be surprised when you let loose of this toxic parent that's hurting you so much. It feels like an 80 pound weight off your shoulder. I feel like the 80 pounds that were on my shoulders is gone now because I don't have to answer to her anymore about anything. I don't have to call her because I'm supposed to. And you should never feel that way about anybody that you speak with. Everyone that you have in your life, you should love and want to love and they should love you back. So hope this helps you. I know that my decisions really helped me and I'm very proud of myself for how I handled this this time. And like I said, if you have any questions or you need help, with this. um, That's what I do. So if you want to get in touch with me on Celestial Thinking on Instagram, or if you want to get in touch with me on my Facebook page, Celestial Well, I will be happy to help you. And I hope that you have an excellent week. And I will speak to you in the next one. Bye.